0: Good afternoon, good evening, and good morning. You are listening to the In The Lead podcast with Chris McHale, and we have a special guest here. Uh, he just had some time. I, I managed to, to squeeze out of him for this. Uh, Dustin Brome, how you doing, man? Say hi to everybody.
1: Doing fantastic. How's it going, I'm, Chris? I'm
0: hanging in there, man. It's been busy. It's been a busy last couple months, which is good, so. and I'm sure it's the same thing. In a good way, yeah, I hope. Yeah, absolutely. Always in a good way. There's never a bad nice. time to be busy. So I'm all, yeah. I'm all for it. Um, some of you may know him. Some of our uh, you know our OG podcast listeners know Dustin Brohm. He's a very successful agent located outside. You know what? Why am I even saying it? Why don't you tell the people who the hell you are? Why we love you so much and why we keep repping you?
1: No, it, it's better when it comes from you. Actually, I <laughs> it's edification. I like it. It makes uh, it. No. <laughs> yeah, i I've, I'm in. I've been an agent in Salt Lake City for just over nine years now, and. I got on your radar, easy agent pros radar three and a half years ago ish. Right. Um, something like that. About when I started, when,
0: right when I started, give or take. We, yeah. Yeah. I'm talking about. yeah. Yeah.
1: Cause you guys were absolutely crushing it with content marketing. And I started researching how to get my own business because at the time I was struggling. Right. Like, I, I, because I was relying on following the guidance of a mentor who had a very different personality than me. He, he, he loved chasing down business, and cold calling with scripts and door knocking. and I hated all that shit. I hated all of it and so I not was never any good at it, never had any success. couldn't stick with it long enough because I hated it, right. And so I'm like, how do I get how do I get new clients? And I came across you guys and your website shameless plug for you guys. Yeah <laughs>
0: no, we'll take it. We'll take it. thank you. <laughs>
1: right. right. Um, it, it changed my entire career and life because it showed me that I can just put out some content and get some eyeballs on it. Right. That, that content that helps people and I can use a website as the home base to send people to, and then they'll want to hire me as a result. So it's attraction marketing and you guys, it's funny cause you are teaching agents how to do that in their own business while doing it yourselves. Right you you guys were literally proving the Preaching, content marketing
0: thesis practicing what we preach man that's that's our goal exactly so, exactly yeah. and so
1: so yeah ever since I, I came across you guys it changed everything for me so um yeah it's it's been a wild ride ever since and now now i I've just been showing other agents what I do and what I have done to grow my business. Yeah, and you're, what you're can like
0: do. super successful now, man. You went from, you know, starving, like super starving, ready, you know, bite, biting at the bit to try and get business. And now you're just sitting back and letting business come to you, which is really, really cool. I think it's pretty impressive. In a three-year yeah, yeah, a three-year time span. Yeah, that's pretty wild. Mm-hmm. That's really cool. Not a lot of agents can say that, which is pretty, or maybe I guess a lot can now. I don't know. Um, it's been It's been a pretty wild ride to watch you expand doing all the cool stuff that you're doing.
1: Well, thank you. I can't imagine that there's a lot of agents because it just it takes a hell of a lot of hard work. Right. A lot of thank hard you. work, especially in the beginning.
0: I love that you're saying that because and I know that this this podcast is supposed to be about follow up. But let, let's talk about what you initially need to put into a website. Right. It's not one of these things where you go get a car off the lot and then you just drive it off and it's supposed to work for you. These things. There's no silver bullet. Right. And I keep saying that. Mm-hmm. It, I want to hear it from your mouth because you're an actual agent and you know, right? <laughs> you can agree with me on this.
1: Oh yeah. That you could have the best website the internet has ever seen. Right. That it converts one hundred percent of people that ever visit it, but if they don't know about it, it's worthless. Right. You it's your responsibility to get traffic to the website. And you can do that in many different ways, organic ways and paid traffic ways. Right. But you have to get people to your site, right. and if you don't do that, you could have the most expensive, fanciest website on the planet, which doesn't mean it's good. I mean, you guys are a perfect example of how uh, how much value you can get for under two hundred a month. Right? Uh, you could be paying a thousand plus for some of these other jokers. Ten that doesn't grand. mean it's some any good.
0: Ten thousand dollars for a custom I, site, man.
1: It's uh, unbelievable. Yeah, don't even get me started. Oh, yeah. <laughs> don't even, It's so stupid. Um, yeah, the cost does not equal quality value does. And, and so I learned that in a big way, but, um, you've got to get people to know your site exists and there's a million different ways to do it. That's what I talk about on my, on my podcast every week. Let's
0: shamelessly plug your podcast, man. I love it. I listen to it. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) I listen to it every single week. It's, it's honestly one of my, one of my go-tos when I need to come up with some content for this podcast. So, uh, you know, I guess copying is the sincerest form of flattery so take that as take that for what you will <laughs> which is it really works cool. for me man yeah. no go ahead talk about the podcast a little bit let's hear it
1: uh, yeah we're we're 115 episodes in it's called the massive agent podcast and i just share ideas for attracting business um you know you don't need to do it all nor should you but whether whether you want to start your own podcast locally start blogging which, right. which I did with you guys right. as my my platform blogging, that's how I started blogging
0: with a v more importantly now for sure um blogging yeah yep.
1: video blogging for sure um i mean even there's people killing it that just do tiktok there's people killing it that just do instagram stories that just do a podcast so ultimately, you've got to find what you want to do and what you're good at, right. and lean into that. And you can use those tools to get traffic to your website, to then capture leads and to, um, you know, really start start the process of, of getting people to hire you as their agent. Right. And uh, it there's no shortage of different ways to do it. You just have to really focus on what you want to do and what you're good
0: at. Right. No, I 100% agree. 100%. Um, with that said, thank you so much for introducing yourself. I really appreciate you coming on the show. Let's let's talk sure. let's talk business a little bit about something different that we really I, I mean, you've been on the podcast what now, 2 3 times somewhere around there. You know, let's we, I think so. one thing we we always talk about content creation with you, but one thing I've always wanted to pick your head about is follow-up. More importantly, you know, what are the pros and cons of a of a CRM that you use or a good CRM versus a bad CRM? you know, what, what your follow-up routine looks like, what you like to do when you have a lead come in, what your initial things are. So let's start with just the basics, you know. We have a, C- and I'm gonna plug ours, we have a CRM that we just released about three, four months ago. Um, you know, it's still, it's still slowly getting built up. I know you've had an opportunity to play with it. You know, I want to hear some of your favorite features, and more importantly, like I said, even if it's not with our CRM, I want to hear what you like to use and why you like to use it and how you follow up. If you want to give us that secret information. <laughs>
1: No, yeah. I mean, it's not secret. It's, uh, it's real basic. So with CRMs, you can get really fancy, really quick. You can get into the weeds with all these features and bells and whistles that really don't do a damn thing. Right. They just make you feel better because you feel like, Oh, I have this extra stuff. So that means that that equates to more business. It really, I mean, it can, but depending on what we're talking about, but ultimately you just need to have a system in place where if somebody wants information from you, whether that's now or nine months from now, right? You have a system in place to automatically stay in touch with them. So if you if you have a database of five people, it's easy to just set a calendar reminder and text them manually and manually send them an email. It takes five whenever, minutes, you know, once a month or so. Yeah, but but that's not realistic if you have more than five people right. that you're trying to stay in in touch with. Right, and Please, if you only have five people, you're doing something wrong. You should be having, you should be going for 2,000, 2000 people, two thousand contacts in your database. You just need a CRM so that, because uh, look, remember what happens. Okay, let's talk about online lead capture. Somebody goes to your website, or they click a Facebook ad where you're offering a list of homes uh, with a swimming pool and a two car garage under five hundred k. Whatever. Right. You got a list of homes. They they click it. They opt in, expecting that they get the list. Well, what happens when they put their information in? If if you don't have a system in place, and it's eleven thirty p.m., what you're going to respond to that?
0: Right. No way. Of course,
1: you're not going to respond to that.
0: No way. I'm snugged up in bed, man. That's past my bedtime. I'm tired. <laughs> I got to get up. Exactly. Early.
1: <laughs> exactly. And even if you are up, like you don't want to be responding to that. Right. So. The data is overwhelming that if you do not respond instantly to your leads, and, and the number is within five minutes, but five minutes these days is a lifetime. Yeah, absolutely. It is. If you're not responding instantly to an online lead, you they're basically gone. They're just going to go off into the next website, get into somebody else's funnel uh, who does have an, an instant follow-up. So you need something that triggers when somebody opts in to get the, the home value that you're offering on your site or the buyer guide or uh, the list of homes through a Facebook ad. When they enter their information, they should automatically get a text and or an email immediately. I think that I, te- I like
0: you brought text up because I think that's the most. It's such an underused application in CRMs and follow up in general. People oh always my God. every agent I've talked to when I'm selling them a site or I'm selling them that automation process. Oh, cool! I really love it, man. It's going to be great. Six months down the line, they're going. Well, I'm not getting leads, and you know, or I am getting leads, but I'm not getting them to convert. What's going on? You haven't touched any type of text message automation on your system at all. That's your problem. That's your big.
1: That's your big yeah. Issue. They're they're trying to call them right. Right. Stop calling your leads. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody's gonna answer your phone call. Yeah. So iOS. Okay. Most people have. Okay. Let's say half of people have iPhones. <laughs> yeah, because they don't piss off okay. people. <laughs> yeah. The smart ones have iPhones. No. Uh, so half of people have iPhones. There's a feature in the new, the newer iOS systems where you can click a toggle switch and it sends unknown. It calls from unknown numbers directly to voicemail yeah it doesn't ring you don't get a notification until you get the missed call notification right it sends it right to voicemail it's the best I thing i have the world. that turned on. yeah it's
0: the best thing isn't it it?
1: <laughs> it is the greatest thing because now it also like if there's a phone number that maybe they're not in your contacts but it's they're in your text messages or it's found somewhere in an email right uh, if it's somewhere found it will still ring. Right. It recognizes that, hey, this number is known somewhere in in your communications. If it's just an out of the blue unknown number, it sends it directly to voicemail. You don't even know what's happening until you get a missed call notification. Right. I love that feature. As Everyone's an agent, used you have to hate to use it stuff though, like right?
0: That. I'm going to say as an agent, you got to hate it, I'm sure.
1: Not, not me, because I don't call people like right, text yeah, them. Right,
0: right. Very true.
1: Because of this. Yeah. You know, I don't call people anymore and nobody wants to be called. right. I don't ever want to be called. Send right. me a freaking text message so I can respond when I want to, yeah. when it's no, convenient for me. And if I feel that way, others do. Right. Your clients definitely Meaning, do for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So if you, people want to text, like my, my, my 73 year old dad prefers texting. Everyone prefers texting. Right. It's because it's on demand. That's what we're being trained to want and expect as a society by Netflix, Uber, Amazon Prime. Right. Everything. Yeah. It's on demand. So a call interrupts people. Nobody likes their doorbell to ring when they're not expecting right. somebody. Yeah. These the days idea. when somebody rings your doorbell, you're like jumping behind the couch. You're you're like, oh my God, like let me go get the gun. Yeah. Because it, it's an interruption that you're not used to anymore. So phone calls are that. So right off the bat, if you're calling people, it interrupts their day. They don't like it. So you're fighting an uphill battle just because you made a phone call. Right send them a fricking text Mm -hmm. and a text you can automate so that it sends immediately. Right. A good CRM system. You must have texting in your CRM system. Right. I know. Thank God you guys do. (laughs) Uh, Most, most decent CRM systems do, but if you don't have the ability to text within a drip campaign, it's worthless Right. because of the reasons I said, nobody wants a phone call. And if it's not the the iPhone um, unknown number uh, blocking or whatever, then it's one of these, one of these apps AT&T and Verizon right. are now yeah, blocking calls. They're blocking unknown numbers or providing apps that people can do that. Right. There's others like Truecaller and you name it. So it's going to be harder and harder moving forward to make a phone call to someone who doesn't know you. Stop it with the phone calls. Text them and say, hey, would you prefer to text or do you want to jump on a call real quick? Right. And the
0: other thing too on those, on those text drips that always drive me nuts too – Agents will never, ever put, you know, if you do want to contact me, here's my number. They never, ever put their phone number in those drips. It's so simple. You know, hey, thank you so much for signing, for filling out this form, showing that you're interested in this property. If you want to know more, call me at this number, put the ball in their court a little bit, right? Or text me at this number. The more, yeah. the more opportunity you give those individuals to contact you, the, I feel like the better off you're going to be. So, you know, mm-hmm. that's another, that's just my two cents about it too. I completely agree. With yes.
1: You. And stop like on your website and everywhere, instead of saying, call me, change it to text. For all the reasons I just mentioned, nobody wants to talk on the phone anymore. That's just the way it is. It's fine. That's the way of the world. Embrace it. Start acting like it. We all act like that in our personal lives. And then in our business, we're like, hey, let's jump on a phone call. Well, what if you don't want to? What if I just want to text cuz it's convenient, somebody's at work, somebody's with their family, they don't want to take time to call. So don't text. That is the best thing you could do to increase your lead conversion and the conversations that are being generated from your leads. Text them.
0: Right. One of my I'm going to interrupt you there too. One of my favorite things that I've seen a really successful agent do in Las Vegas this agent pays attention to the commerce, the economy within the city. They're looking at um, not only, you know, the strip, everybody loves the strip, but when Tesla built that battery state, that battery factory out there, the first thing he did was spend 500 bucks, create a landing page and advertise to Silicon Valley. Hey, are you a Tesla employee that has to move to Vegas to get this factory set up? Guess what? We've got houses for you under 300 K, two and a half miles from where the, the thing's being built. He sold 36 houses that way. So, you know, the, and, and what he did was literally on his newsletter. So he automated the entire system, landing page, boom, sent it out to people who are, same thing with, you look at Boeing, you look at Amazon, anytime that there's a big warehouse being built, Google, Facebook, you want to target those employees. Cause I guarantee you a thousand of them are going to have to go train those people up and live in that city for a couple of years. They need a property. So the idea is, Target those individuals, and then more importantly, what he did was his newsletter, his drip that he did with those leads that came in was, "Hey, you know, we're scheduled out a year, you know, a year from now, the the factory's going to be built. Guess what? Six months went by, the factory's right there. Here's some pictures of it, and that's what he dripped out to those people, and it was brilliant. He sold a shitload of houses that way. I thought it was really cool.
1: Yeah, you got to think outside the box just a little bit, and in. And even sprinkle in stuff that has nothing to do with real estate, not even a list of homes, nothing, but just like the video you did, um, the video recap of the arts festival or whatever. Like if you're if you're doing content marketing right and you're focusing on, uh, on the community and you're putting out great community-based content, share some of that through email.
0: Right. Well, here's the cool thing about that too. Sorry to interrupt again. I keep interrupting you. That content can be recycled site-wide. That's the best part, right? You're creating this great email about it. But if you have a video of it, dude, create a blog, right? Ship that out to your Facebook page. Send it wherever you can. You know, create a custom page of the top 10 Christmas light displays in, in Salt Lake City. Things like that. So I, I completely agree with you, 100%. You
1: know, when you just start talking about and sharing stuff that that doesn't make people put their guard up, Strange, people don't. It works, their guard right? Up and it works.
0: <laughs> yeah. No. Totally. Um, any, you know, we're coming up on 30 minutes here. I just want to do a quick little one with you and just hang out for a few minutes and talk CRMs and follow up. I know, I know that you're, you know, you're more of a right now. I mean, you're so successful. You're doing nothing but referral business now, which is awesome. You still got your site up. I'm sure that's still generating leads and traffic for you. Um, any last minute? things that you want to tell agents that just really, the thing is is that what I like about you is you're not scared to like really piss people off, right? Like you, if they're doing it wrong, you can go, you know what? You're doing it wrong, dude. (laughs) Anything that's been really on your mind lately that you want to talk about really ticking you off that you see in the, in, in the business or anything like that.
1: Yeah. And this is a constant and I think it will continue to be just because I think something happens that changes our DNA when we get our real estate license. And we think that We must talk about real estate all the damn time. right? Well, no, you don't if you want people to pay attention to it. No, you don't if you actually want to grow an audience outside of those who are looking for an agent right this second, because guess what? Next week, they won't be. Mm -hmm. And now they're not even potential audience. They're not even going to follow your stuff. So stop talking about real estate all the time. I say 10% or less, even if it's 1%, that's fantastic.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: so just become that local that that local influencer that local celebrity
0: yeah absolutely
1: a local expert that that just shares what what cool stuff's going on locally Mm -hmm. and like the new coffee shop that just opened or maybe do a a 10 best coffee shops well funny enough you brought that up
0: too eap came i don't know if you've seen the tool for um the, now I'm brain farting on what it's called because I just interrupted you like an asshole. The uh, um, damn I can't remember. oh the the preferred vendors app. We have a tool for you guys built into the website. He talked about the top ten coffee shops. Put that in your preferred vendors page. That's a little win for SEO. If I search top ten coffee shops in Albuquerque, New Mexico, and a real estate agent's page pops up, dude, that's a massive win for your top of funnel marketing for sure, without a doubt.
1: Absolutely, yeah. You want? Would you rather have ten thousand people? Who are looking for the list of coffee shops? Go to your website, uh, or have what eight people who are l- looking for the the five tips for first time homebuyers. Right. You want the masses going to your site because it pays off in so many ways long term with branding, with uh, with your Facebook pixel. If you're if you've learned Facebook ads and and understand retargeting and what you can do with with visitors to your website and Facebook ads, there there's so many reasons why you want as much traffic as possible, especially if it's local. And the way to do that is to not make it about real estate. Do it about the the best pizza in town. Hell, do a contest. Run a contest on social media where you have people vote for the best pizza. pizza. I and, love that. Yeah, I do, love that. like March Madness is coming up. Why not do, uh, you know, like a playoff with brackets where people right. can vote. Like, is it is it Geno's or, you know, Billy Bob's or... I don't even know. Right. Um, Billy Bob's,
0: that's the team I'm going
1: for, man, for sure. Billy Bob's <laughs> is probably, probably the winner for sure. They're clutching, They're the it. They're clutching it this year. Yeah, definitely. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, so, so just stop talking about real estate and start talking about what is cool and what's happening in the community. And if you do that, you're going to win as long as you're doing it authentically in your own way with a little bit of personality, your personality, whatever that means to you and just keep doing it and getting more people to see it. That is the recipe for success. Most people, Chris, will not do it long enough. They just oh, I oh, trust me, dude, you're you're preaching to the choir for sure. (laughs) You you
0: know I I deal with it every day, man. You know I can only I can only tell agents so many times in so many different ways in one day. Well, it's because you're not blogging enough. It's because you're not explaining to readers what makes you so special and what makes you stand out. Not your I don't care I don't care that you have a two million dollar listing. The reason nobody's going to it is because we don't know who the hell you are and what your interests are and what you like. I can find that listing. If I wanted to go talk to a robot, I'll go to Zillow and just apply there and get it done. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that type. I totally agree with you. And and if there ever was a silver bullet, that's it, right? Find your audience, find your niche, and just go with it. That's that's the biggest thing I can always. Write. I mean, there's a guy. It's so funny. There's an uh, agent that we have who's a huge runner. He loves to do, like, you know, track and field. And then on top of it, he does, like, the 40, you know, 4Ks or whatever, those big long runs. And he did one for the for the Chinese wall. He run the length of the Chinese wall, the Great Wall of China, I guess. And he's actually higher on Google ranking than the actual competition is for a run in China with a billion people in the country, you know, to go run and do this thing. he's higher on, on and he's actually generating leads. He's generating, you know, really great business because of it. All because he created a page about with like four pictures of him running on a great wall of China with his, thumb, his thumbs up. Things like that. Works.
1: It's perfect. Yeah. You just have to learn how to do it by following other people that are doing it and have done it. Do it your own way and just keep doing it long enough and get people to know about it. It's really that simple, but it's also that hard. It takes a lot of hard work to learn that stuff. Hire a coach, take a course, right. or just do, do trial it. and error. That's my thing is I, I,
0: you've said it. I remember you said it and Karen Carr said the exact same thing. And you guys didn't even know each other yet. And we, when we interviewed each other, when we interviewed, you know, you guys on online, you're like, dude, strap a GoPro to your car and just drive around the block and then put that on YouTube with the, and then record over it, explaining to them what makes the area cool. That park has a really great dog. It's dog friendly. That's the best dairy queen in town. This is where all of my kids play soccer. This is the best school in town. You don't even have to try hard for it to be successful. Just getting out there and doing it, I feel like, benefits you way more than you just kind of sitting there and complaining that you have to type up 600 words of content. You know, just get it done. Completely. Yeah, just get it done. Oh, And Absolutely. he said it too. Hire a coach. Hire us. We'll write the content. We'll do the research for you at this point. So, you know, there's tons of different avenues for you to be able to be successful online. No, no more of this. Like I, you know, I just know real estate and that's all I want to talk about. I a hundred percent agree with you on that. Wait, wait, for sure.
1: Yeah. Yeah. This, this thinking that just because you want to tell someone about real estate that they want to hear about it, it's just, it's just, it's flawed. It's wrong. It's not correct. Uh, You can, (laughs) people love sharing what's going on locally. Uh, They tag their friends in it. They share it on social but they're never going to do that with uh, ten tips for first-time homebuyers. They're just not
0: right. Speaking, and I'll let you go. I'm sorry, I keep holding you. Um, speaking of social media, I, the last we interviewed you, it's been like a year and a half. Um, you were you were ha- yeah. you were hardcore on Twitter. That was your big thing was Twitter. Or I'm sorry, uh, Snapchat. Twitter? Snapchat. My apologies. Yeah. Oh yeah yeah. Are you still
1: I I've, I've never I, No, been yeah rubber yeah
0: rubber no toy. no I'm sorry. Um are you still doing that? You brought up TikTok. I feel like you're moving to Instagram stories and TikTok a little bit more or have you are you stopping that completely or have you just kind of moved on?
1: Uh, I don't do Snapchat at all anymore even though it is responsible for me building an audience of real estate right. agents.
0: Yeah, cuz um, you're on you're on the referral Snapchat. side thing now, man. You're you're sitting pretty, which is really cool. I totally love that. <laughs>
1: It, yeah, I, I've deleted the Snapchat app. I don't even have it anymore because I use Instagram stories. I just uh, uh, Instagram stories I like. And sure, maybe I should also do Snapchat. But there's only so many hours in the day. There, there's only so many different uh, ways you could divide your focus. I'm not interested in that. I'd rather focus on a few things that I really like. And Instagram stories is one of them. Uh, I don't do a lot on TikTok. I'm still just messing around with it and trying to learn. I can't do
0: it. It's just... too cringy for me, man. I can't hang with the young kids anymore on TikTok. It's brutal.
1: Well, it it's crazy powerful, but you've gotta you've gotta just take a minute and learn what's working and why, and then if you can. Fit into that, great. Like I haven't done a lot of stuff outside of like showing my my two year old daughter doing some stuff or like That's my dog right. running. We, like last interview, you was like
0: newborn, newborn baby. I can't believe she's two already. Yeah. Holy cow, things are flying by, man. Um, th- last yeah. thing, yeah, last thing, nuts. and I promise I'll let you go. The um, uh, we did have a discussion. One more thing that I know that you were kind of getting a little bit frustrated with, and I, myself too, automating blogs to social media, do or don't.
1: I don't think so. I, I do not agree that it's that it's better than nothing. I do not agree with that because of the algorithms. The now, if you take what you guys provide, or or take these blogs and then customize them, make them your own. Okay, as long as you're authorized to Absolutely. do so, and you are for um, the AP. <laughs> if, yeah, yeah. Edit it, localize it. Instead of just being generic, make it about your local town. Put some personality into it. Make sure that the image that shows up as the preview image, the thumbnail image on social, make sure that that works.
0: Mm. That's the big one, uh, I feel like. Then it's Yeah, great. a lot of times, if you don't have that hero image, Facebook's not going to care. Google's not going to care. You, you need that, that hero image for sure, absolutely. Y-
1: you do, and the right headline. Right. So I, it, the the image is key, but the headline is... is.
0: Yeah, my millennial ass won't read past the also headline very important. for sure. I totally admit that.
1: <laughs> right. Right. But even if the even if it's a stock photo for the uh, for the uh, the thumbnail image, if it shows up with it with a good headline, that can be enough too. ideally you have both that catch attention. Uh, but if you're not doing that, if you're just automating it, that is a terrible, terrible thing because you're training the algorithms on Facebook and LinkedIn and and uh, Twitter has an algorithm. LinkedIn does, too. But Facebook specifically,
0: Pinterest even has one.
1: Yeah, they they yeah. all do exactly. Otherwise, it would just be a flood of content in chronological Crap. order, yeah. and that's not good for anybody. Uh, so, Facebook specifically, if you if your page keeps publishing stuff that's just generic, it's stock. You don't have any caption put put on it. It's not localized. It's just generic. You're training the algorithm that nobody gives a shit and nobody reads your stuff. So over time, you're training the algorithm to show your content to less people. I don't care if you have 100,000 followers on your Facebook page. If you keep doing that and one or two or three people ever like it, let alone comment or share, Facebook's not going to give you any organic reach. They're not. So it, that's why you have to to edit it, customize it, localize and it. Should it, take, it should take um, no more than
0: 10 minutes to do exactly what you're doing. What you're... Asking, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, and maybe 30 minutes, but so what? 30 minutes a week? For one, yeah, absolutely.
0: No, I totally agree with you. Yeah, cool, man. Well, I really, really appreciate you sitting down with me. It's been a long time. We need to do more of these, I feel like. They're pretty fun. Um, Thank you so much for for, for sitting in. If you want to plug anything, feel free to do so now. I really, really appreciate it. And then uh, we'll sign off.
1: Yep, cool. Now, Heck, if you if you listen to the Massive Agent podcast, I hope I hope that you learn something that, that's helpful in your business. Outside of that, I mean, there's nothing I can really ask for. I do that to help other agents who are in that rough spot that I was in to find a path out, and and hopefully give you the roadmap to do it. So uh, yeah, go listen to the Massive Agent podcast. Please subscribe. It does help help the show out to show up better in the search rankings with uh, among podcasts. Um, and then if you already do listen or if you listen and you like it, please share it with a colleague, share it with somebody in your office, another agent friend, uh, in a, a Facebook group and, and get the word out. I, I feel like there's just a lot of garbage out there. And if you don't feel like my show's garbage, thank you. Um, <laughs> just, just share it with others. That, that's all I ask. Yeah, no.
0: And, uh, we will be posting his link to the podcast in the show notes as well. So feel free to go down there and take a look at him again. Just, uh, Justin, holy crap. It feels like Monday today, man. Dustin. Thank you so much for sitting with me today, spending some time with us talking about follow-ups, talking about what's really been ticking you off, how you've been successful, what you've been doing right, and we will talk with you later on, probably later in the year. We'll maybe catch up again. Um, If you folks do have any questions, feel free to call us uh, or email us at support at easyagentpro.com. Like Dustin said, for his podcast, give us a like, give us a subscribe, share us with all of your colleagues, your family, your friends, your children, anything you can think of, and uh, we will see you folks next week. Thank you for listening to In The Lead. If you have enjoyed the show, be sure to subscribe on iTunes or Stitcher and leave us an honest review. For more great content, check out our blog at easyagentpro.com. And as always, we'll see you later.